story twelve of romance of california life by john haberton this librivox recording is in the public domain story twelve captain sam's change well there's nothing to do but to have faith and keep a tryin the speaker was old mrs simmons boarding-house keeper and resident of a certain town on the ohio river the prime cause of her remark was captain sam topy of the steamship queen anne captain sam had stopped with mrs simmons every time the queen anne laid up for repairs and he was so genial frank and manly that he had found a warm spot in the good old lady's heart but one thing marred the otherwise perfect happiness of mrs simmons when in captain sam's society and that was what she styled his lost condition for mrs simmons was a consistent conscientious methodist while captain sam was well he was a western steamboat captain this useful class of gentlemen are in high repute among shippers and barkeepers and receive many handsome compliments from the daily papers along the line of the western rivers but somehow the religious press is entirely silent about them nor have we ever seen of any special mission having been sent to them captain sam was a good specimen of the fraternity good-looking good-natured quick-witted prompt and faithful as well as quick-tempered profane and perpetually thirsty to carry a full load put his boat through in time and always drink up to his peg were his cardinal principles and he faithfully lived up to them of the fair sex he was a most devoted admirer and if he had not possessed a great deal of modesty for a steamboat captain he could have named two or three score of young women who thought almost as much of him as the worthy boarding-house keeper did good mrs simmons had to use her own language carried him before the lord and wrestled for him but it was very evident from sam's walk and conversation that his case had not yet been adjudicated according to mrs simmons liking he still had occasional difficulties with the hat-stand and stairway after coming home late at night his breath though generally odorous seemed to grieve mrs simmons olfactories and his conversation as heard through his open door in summer was thickly seasoned with expressions far more scriptural than reverential one christmas the old lady presented to the captain a handsome bible with his name stamped in large gilt letters on the cover he was so delighted and so proud of his present that he straightway wrapped it in many folds of paper to prevent its being soiled and then stowed it neatly away in the queen anne's safe for secure keeping when he told mrs simmons what he had done she sighed deeply but fully alive to the importance of the case promised him a common one not too good to read daily daily bless you mrs simmons why i hardly have time to look at the paper and see who's gone up and who's gone down and who's been beat but your better part captain pleaded the old lady i don't know my good woman hard to find it i guess the whole lot averages pretty low but captain she continued don't you feel you need of a change not from the queen anne ma'am she only needs bigger engines change a heart i mean captain interrupted mrs simmons don't you feel your need of religion 
ah roared captain sam the idea of a steamboat captain with religion why bless your dear innocent old soul the first time he wanted to wood up in a hurry his religion would git quicker'n lightnin the only steamboat man i ever knowed in the meetin-house line went up for seven year for settin fire to his own boat to get the insurance mrs simmons could not recall at the moment the remembrance of any pious captain so she ceased labouring with captain sam but when he went out she placed on his table a tract entitled the furnace seven times heated which tract the captain considerately handed to his engineer supposing it to be a circular on intensified caloric year after year the captain laid up for repairs and put up with mrs simmons year after year he was jolly genial chivalrous generous but not what good mrs simmons earnestly wanted him to be he would buy tickets to all the church fairs give free passages to all preachers recommended by mrs simmons and on sunday morning he would respectfully escort the old lady as far as the church door on one occasion when mrs simmons church building was struck by lightning a deacon dropped in with a subscription paper while the captain was in the generous steamboatman immediately put himself down for fifty dollars and although he improved the occasion to condemn severely the meanness of certain holy people and though his language seemed to create an atmosphere which must certainly melt the money for those were specie days mrs simmons declared to herself that he couldn't be fur from the kingdom when his heart was so little set on mammon as that he's too good for satan the lord must have him thought the good old lady once again the queen anne needed repairing and again the captain found himself at his old boarding-place good mrs simmons surveyed him tenderly through her glasses and instantly saw there had something unusual happened could it be oh if it only could be that he had put off the old man which is sin she longed to ask him yet with a woman's natural delicacy she determined to find out without direct questioning good season cap'n she inquired a number one ma'am positively first class replied the captain had good health no eager she continued never was better my good woman healthy right up to the top notch he answered it must be said good mrs simmons to herself it can't be nothing else bless the lord this pious sentiment she followed up by a hymn whose irregularities of time and tune were fully atoned for by the spirit with which she sung a knock at the door interrupted her come in she cried captain sam entered and laid a good-sized flat flask on the table saying i've just been unpacking and i found this perhaps you can use it for cookin it's no use to me i've sworn off drinkin and before the astonished lady could say a word he was gone but the good soul could endure the suspense no longer she hurried to the door and cried cap'n that's me answered captain sam returning cap'n said mrs simmons in a voice in which solemnity and excitement struggled for the mastery has the lord sent his angel unto you he has replied the captain in a very decided tone and abruptly turned and hurried to his own room bless the lord o oh my soul 
almost shouted mrs simmons in her ecstasy we mustn't worry them that's weak in the faith but i shan't be satisfied till i hear him tell his experience oh what a blessed thing to relate at prayer meeting to-night there was indeed a rattling of dry bones at the prayer meeting that night for it was the first time in the history of the church that the conversion of a steamboat captain had been reported on returning home from the meeting additional proof awaited the happy old saint the captain was in his room in his room at nine o'clock in the evening she had known the captain for years but he had never before got in so early there could be no doubt about it though there he was softly whistling i'd rather hear him whistling wyndham or boylston thought mrs simmons that tune don't fit any hymn i know perhaps though they sing it in some of them churches up to cincinnati she charitably continued cap'n said she at breakfast next morning when the other guests had departed is your mind at peace peace echoed the captain peaceful as the ohio at low water the captain's simile was not so scriptural as the old lady could have desired but she remembered that he was but a young convert and that holy conversation was a matter of gradual attainment so simply and piously making the best of it she fervently exclaimed that it may ever be thus is my earnest prayer cap'n amen to that said cap'n sam very heartily upsetting the chair in his haste to get out of the room for several days mrs simmons lived in a state of bliss unknown to boarding-house keepers whose joys come only from a sense of provisions purchased cheaply and paying boarders secured from the kitchen the dining-room or wherever she was issued sounds of praise and devotion intoned to some familiar church melody scrubbing the kitchen floor dampened not her ardour and even the fateful washing-day produced no visible effects on her spirits from over the bread-pan she sent exultant strains to echo through the house and her fists vigorously marked time in the yielding dough from the third-story window as she hung out the bed-linen to air her holy notes fell on the ears of passing teamsters and caused them to cast wondering glances upwards what was the heat of the kitchen stove to her now that captain sam was insured against flames eternal what now was even money since captain sam had laid up his treasure above and the captain's presence which had always comforted her was now a perpetual blessing always pleasant kind and courteous as of old but oh so different all the coal scuttles and water-pails in the house might occupy the stairway at night but the captain could safely thread his way among them no longer did she hurry past his door with her fingers ready at the slightest alarm to act as compressors to her ears no the captain's language though not exactly religious was eminently proper he was at home so much evenings that his lamp consumed more oil in a week than it used to in months but the old lady cheerfully refilled it and complained not that the captain's goodness was costly the captain brought home a book or two daily and left them in his room seeing which his self-denying hostess carried up the two flights of stairs her own copies of clark's commentaries the saint's best joy's exercises and morning and night watches 
and arranged them neatly on his table finally after a few days captain sam seemed to have something to say something which his usual power of speech was scarcely equal to mrs simmons gave him every opportunity at last when he ejaculated mrs simmons just as she was carrying her beloved glass preserve dish to its place in the parlor closet she was so excited that she dropped the brittle treasure and uttered not a moan over the fragments mrs simmons i've made up my mind to lead an entirely new life said the captain gravely it's what i've been hoping for years and years cap'n responded the happy old lady have you though god bless your motherly old soul said the captain warmly well i've turned over a new leaf and it don't get turned back again that's right said mrs simmons with a happy tear under each spectacle glass fight the good fight cap'n just my little game continued the captain tain't every day that a man can find an angel willin' to look out for him mrs simmons an angel oh cap'n how richly blessed you have been sobbed mrs simmons many's the one that has prayed all their lives long for the comin of a good spirit to guide em well i've got one sure pop continued captain sam and happy ain't any kind of a name for what i be all the time now bless you said the good woman wringing the captain's hand fervently but you'll have times of trouble and doubt off and on is that so asked the captain thoughtfully yes continued mrs simmons but don't be afeard everything will come right in the end i know i've been through it all that's so said the captain you have that well now would you mind introducing me to your minister mind said the good old lady i've been a-dying to do it ever since you come i've told him about it and he's as glad for you as i am oh said the captain looking a little confused you suspected it did you from the very minute you first come replied mrs simmons i know the signs well said the captain might as well see em first as last then i reckon i'll get ready right away said mrs simmons and away she hurried leaving the captain greatly puzzled the old lady put on her newest bombazine dress all this happened ten years ago ladies and a hat to match never before had these articles of dress been seen by the irreligious light of a weekday the day seemed fully as holy as an ordinary sabbath they attracted considerable attention in their good clothes and solemn faces and finally as they stood on the parson's doorstep two of the captain's own deckhands saw him and straightway drank themselves into a state of beastly intoxication in trying to decide what the captain could want of a preacher the minister entered cordially greeted mrs simmons and expressed his pleasure at forming the captain's acquaintance parson said the captain in trembling accents don't go away mrs simmons parson my good friend here tells me you know all about my case now the question is how soon can you do the business the reverend gentleman shivered a little at hearing the word business applied to holy things but replied in excellent temper the next opportunity will occur on the first sabbath of the coming month and i shall be truly delighted to gather into our fold one whose many worthy qualities have been made known to us by our dearly beloved sister simmons 
and let me further remind you that there is joy in heaven over one sinner that repenteth and that therefore just so parson interrupted the captain wincing a little and looking exceedingly puzzled just so but ain't there no day but sunday for a man to be married married ejaculated the minister looking inquiringly at mrs simmons married screamed the old lady staring wildly at the captain married oh what shall i do i thought you'd experienced a change and i've told everybody about it the captain burst into a laugh which made the minister's chandeliers rattle and the holy man himself seeing through the mistake heartily joined the captain but poor mrs simmons burst into an agony of tears my dear good old friend said the captain tenderly putting his arm about her i'm very sorry you have been disappointed but one thing at a time you know when you see my angel you'll think i'm in a fair way to be an angel myself some day i guess annie's her name annie may and i've named the boat after her don't take on so and i'll show you the old boat new painted and the name annie may stuck on wherever there's a chance but the good old woman only wrung her hands and exclaimed thar's a lovely experience completely spiled completely spiled at length she was quieted and escorted home and a few days afterward appeared in smiles and the new bombazine at the captain's wedding the bride a motherless girl speedily adopted mrs simmons as mother and made many happy hours for the old lady but that venerable and pious person is frequently heard to say to herself in periods of thoughtfulness a lovely experience completely spiled End of story 12